If you like baseball, then this is your show. Noah and Brian and Adam will host. Trashing on the thumbs no, and no, making hot takes. We love Joe Panic because he rakes. Yeah! It's non-stop. Uh, welcome to the non-stop yeah. baseball podcast. Episode 48. We are finally in the regular season, Brian. We are back to baseball. It has I'm, begun. Um, we are down a Noah. We are down a Noah. Honestly, I'm shocked we're not down you as well. Um, yeah. Had some medical issues this week. I'm alive. That's one way to describe it. Yeah, that's how I'm going to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> Important um, thing I, is that you're you're doing good now. Yep, I'm alive. I'm here. I'm gonna be a little low energy. Noah's uh might be dead from running a half marathon. Yeah. Um we'll let him recover as well. Um here, wait, let me pull up his time. Let's see how fast the, the boy was. It was I know like, he sent it to us. Wasn't it, it was like a two-hour 48 or something yeah yeah two hours 48 minutes and 57 seconds and that sounds like two hours 48 minutes and 55 seconds worth of pain um i would have yeah. got about two seconds in before i regretted everything yeah that's uh man i <laughs> i cannot fathom uh, just running for like three hours yeah no it sounds that like just... that extremely high on the list of things i do not want to do <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah it just sounds awful um guess what baseball is back baby i dude i know it's so good i'm so happy get to watch games again dude oh tell me about it man just the happiness of seeing like baseball played again i gotta go to opening day in san francisco you got to go to a couple games yeah i went friday and about three-fourths of saturday Mm -hmm. um Friday was amazing, man. Like, dude, a walk-off win on opening day. Logan Webb shoved as he does. Yeah. Radon sh- shoved even more so the second day. He got the good old uh, Matt Train, uh, Matt Train, <laughs> Matt Kane treatment, <laughs> <laughs> where you just dominate and then your team scores you no know, runs, so you lose. Yeah. Oh, I mean the special. The special. The Matt you Kane gotta special. love it. <laughs> There's no That's... other way. That's the uh, yeah, that's the Degrom treatment. It's yep. the yeah, you gotta yep. love it. There's there's a lot of names for that treatment. Yeah, there really is. It's it's unfortunate for sure. Well, I mean, before we get a little bit too deep, you know, uh, in episode forty eight, you know, uh, give us some good reviews. You know, give mm-hmm. us uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. All of that jazz. Hit us up on social medias. Um, you know, let us know a uh, hot takes. Let us know big overreactions of the first uh, three days of games, pretty much the first series of games uh, finishing up. Uh, Obviously uh, the standings are just going to stay like this for the rest of the season. This is just, it's done. It's already finished. Um, Yeah. It's that easy. And you know, Steven Kwan's winning MVP. Like it's just Kwan's winning MVP. The Dodgers are going to finish fourth in the NL West. It's that simple. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There will be, dude. So the Giants at their stadium, they do these like flags, and it's always the order of the division, right? Mm-hmm. For opening day, they had the Dodgers in last, and it was just too funny. Oh, that's, I mean, that's good though. 
but like what that. else are they gonna do like let's be honest <laughs> i mean yeah it's it's guys it's the best rivalry in baseball i do i mean i know yankees and, and red sox will argue against that but no yeah. giants dodgers is such a good rivalry and you know how they talk about east coast bias in baseball we definitely do not have west coast bias no never <laughs> no not even once <laughs> We say as two of us are NL East or AL East fans. So, yes, very true. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What do you want to, you want to, I mean, you want to go over some of the quick free agent trade stuff that happened sort of right uh, close to season start? Yeah. We got to hit run the trade. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of less for trades, more for a couple of pretty uh, big dollar extensions that happened uh, that were Love pretty that. important. Uh, Jose Ramirez, I like how I have it on this twice. Um, but Jose Ramirez signs a five-year extension with the Guardians for 124 million. Love to see it. Yeah, I mean, hey, for the Guardians, he's your best player. Lock him down and keep him there. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by this move only because they traded Lindor, and like it's sending mixed messages. But... Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, but you know, at least at least Cleveland is is making some move to to lock up talent for some time. Yeah, no, you love yeah. to see that, like a smaller team actually spending some money, not something you see every day. Yeah. Uh, similarly, as far as locking up some talent, uh, Brian Hayes, eight-year extension with Pittsburgh for $70 million, which is uh, decent money for Brian Hayes. Yeah. I mean, this one surprised me in a lot of ways, right? Because like we saw Brian Hayes had some success last year. I mean, he was pretty good in the small time he played. But it's like it's a lot of money for how unproven, quote unquote, he is. Yeah. But like it goes both ways because if Cabrian Hayes goes off the next two years, he's going to be sitting there going like, oh, yeah, I should have waited. I should have waited. But yeah. I mean, get the money while you can, honestly. Yeah. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with uh, not just locking up some money, but lo- locking up some um, some consistency for your future. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, young young talent you know you'll take an eight-year deal <laughs> he got 70 mil so yeah i don't think he's complaining <laughs> no definitely not um however on the on that uh sort of idea of waiting uh there was news that judge got re-signed and then uh psych <laughs> he didn't <laughs> yeah that was interesting i mean carlos beltran what an interesting career that dude's had just yeah <laughs> from being uh part of the Astros team to being a Mets coach to being now working for the Yankees broadcasts leaking stuff yeah. not supposed to yeah uh, leaking that someone got extended that didn't get extended dude what I think is crazy about that is that like when it because judge had set like the deadline right like I have to sign before game start on opening mm, yeah and like they ended up not coming to terms and Brian Cashman their GM literally went to the media and was like here is all the details of the contract we offered him. Yeah. Like you don't see like that ever really happen. And I mean, they offered him a lot of money. Judge is definitely betting on himself. Which... Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, what judge sort of said about it too, is he's like, after this season, I will be, you know, taking offers from 30 teams. That includes the Yankees. Like, yeah. you know, he's, he is just open to being anywhere. Um, and he's a West coast boy. Who knows? That he is. Although I have to admit judge he's he's one of those players that i feel like would look weird in a non-yankees jersey 
Yeah. Right. I like mean, I feel like he'd look odd in a in a different uni. Yeah, he he definitely has like has that Yankee look, and he really fits. Yeah. But I feel like I mean, with anyone, and just you give it a year, it's chilling. <laughs> uh no, uh, I never settled I on Pujols in blue. That still looked wrong. Yeah. And like Odor being on the Yankees without his beard, one of the yep. worst looks ever. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few people who just yeah they don't make that transition. They they just look wrong in a different uniform. That is true. I will give you that. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I think there's a couple of of players I think that are. It's odd that we haven't heard anything about. Um, I'm, I imagine Noah put this, but uh, nothing about a Devers extension. Um, but I think the other one, uh, a guy that I think a lot of us expected to get signed before even spring training really was Conforto. Yeah, that's definitely weird. I think it's kind of the thing we've seen in the past with the qualifying offer. At this point, if you wait till like, I think it's like July or June sometimes, you no longer lose your first or second round pick. Mm. So I think we're kind of at a point now where teams might just wait and he's going to be like, honestly one of the most coveted trade deadline ads because you won't have yeah. to give up a player to get him yeah for sure no i i, I can imagine a, a team definitely jumping on it um it, it was it, it's just surprising that you know nobody got him before now <laughs> yeah i agree for sure and i mean we heard that weird stuff about like how he got hurt while training so he was like choosing not to sign which Choosing not to sign never sounds like a good idea. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You, normally if you choose not to sign, it means that you're retiring. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Conforto's he's not even 30, is he? Uh he might be. I don't know. Let's look uh, it up. Michael. He is 29. Oh, okay. So he's close. He's right there. Yeah. But I mean, I mean you know, that's can't... he's probably more of a left fielder DH type though. Maybe yeah, but like... you know, there's there's work for you. No, for sure. Especially now that all 30 teams have DHs. I'm sure there's going to be some NL teams looking for that DH. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, How do you feel that? about universal DH, by the way? Now, now that we've seen it for a few days. Yeah, I've kind of said this. Like, at first, I mean, I'm an NL guy, right? Like, I was – I like the pitcher hitting. I like the whole thing. All the moments like Madison Bumgarner or Ryan Vogel yeah. song hitting bombs. Like, it's a great moment. And like Logan Webb probably hit the last home run for any like pitcher, pitcher. any pitcher only not named Otani. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I love those kind of moments. But after the COVID year, it really changed my mind, man. It just like why watch non-competitive at bats? Like it just kind yep. of and just explaining to new viewers that like, oh yeah, it's all major league baseball, but there's two leagues and they have slightly different rules. It's kind of like <laughs> I kind of felt it had to go one way. And if one side was going to go either way, like DH yeah. was the way. It go. should have gone the DH route. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was also, well, I, I, as much as I do like the novelty of pitchers hitting, because um, it is kind of fun. Um, yeah, I agree. It was always just kind of a throwaway at bat 90% of the time. And it's nice that it's not. Yeah, man. Just watching non-competitive at bats is just not good for the game of baseball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Man, speaking of some non-competitive at bats, did you tune into much of the Nationals and uh, Mets series? Oh, okay. I didn't. I I kind of know what you're alluding to. Yeah. But I didn't see a lot of it. Okay. So you want to break it down? I kind of know the 
basics. Yeah. Um, man, it's just, a. I mean, really there, there wasn't a ton to it other than like, Oh my God, the nationals pitchers were just throwing at the Mets. Um, both Lindor and Alonzo took pitches to the head. Uh, yeah. And just in general, like there was just a ton of hit batters in this series, um, which is just wild this early on. And, and, and it, it got like pretty like ugly. Um, my, my question is like, I didn't really see, like I saw all the Lindor and Alonzo ones. I didn't, I think I saw maybe one of the others. Mm-hmm. Was it just like an overall lack of control or was it like so coming inside? Like- a couple of them seemed lack of control-y. Um, yeah. But yeah, there were definitely a couple that were uh, kind of bad blood. Um, the Lindor one was pretty bad. Um, and that one cleared the benches uh, afterwards. But I mean, we're one series of baseball in and the Nationals have hit five batters. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's. <laughs> I think the like control thing is going to be definitely influenced by the lack, lack of, of like spring, spring training. training. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Because like Disclafani, one of the Giants' better pitchers, who he's not really like an overpowering guy. He's more of a hit your spots, mm-hmm. get the ball over the plate. He barely lasted. He didn't even last four innings. I think he went three and two thirds. He had horrible control. He gave up eight hits and only allowed like two runs somehow. Yeah. And yeah, it's a. I, I definitely think that the lack of a full spring training is potentially part of it. Because yeah. Um, yeah, we're three games in, four games in. I think for a couple of teams. Um, and there's only four teams in the entire league who've yet to hit a batter. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it also just seems like, and I think I brought this up last year as well. Um, and I, and I know some broadcasters bring it up, uh, bring it up too, which is that there is this progression, particularly in bullpen arms of velocity trumps everything. Yeah. Uh, you have so many people who are way more prioritizing throwing 101 than they are throwing 98, but accurately. Um, and it's insane. It's wild. Um, I, I know it's been brought up on a couple of different broadcasts that I've listened to, you know, of just like, man, guys just don't seem to value like not throwing the ball all over the place. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I mean, because the thing is, the power is explosive and the power gets out, but the power also True. causes issues. So it really is tough, man. Yeah. Anything that you want? Oh, actually, um, I do want to bring up one other uh, sort of pitching-ish thing that has happened. Have you seen the anti-sign stealing stuff? Yeah, so there. I know Joey Bart. I think both the Giants catchers have gone to it. The like electronic mm-hmm. signaling is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, it it's interesting. It's definitely different. Uh, it definitely gets rid of the stealing signs aspect of the game. Yeah, I, I just think it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that this was never a thing before, but I guess it was just not allowed. I believe they had they were using it in the minors the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. what I was reading about Joey Bart is that like he was going to start the season by using it. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason they were so comfortable with him doing it is because he did it in the minors all last year. Gotcha. 
So it's probably something they're like most things in MLB, they use the minor leagues to trial it. Yeah, so they test it out. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know a Rangers catcher was using it. I think the Jays, I want to say that Alejandro Kirk was using it, but maybe not Danny Jensen. I don't remember. Um, but I think yeah. it's interesting that some players are putting it at different locations. Like Joey Bart had it on his wrist, like a kind of a bracelet type thing. Mm-hmm. And then the Yankees catcher had it right above his uh, shin guard, his like knee guard. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I know that the Texas, the Rangers catcher had it like on top of his knee, like, like yeah, top of his so thigh. That's essentially where the Yankees guy had it. And the yeah. Yankees guy put his glove over it to put the sign in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Cause like when Bart was doing it on his wrist, you could essentially just watch what he's hitting. You could just see what he's, what he's hitting. But yeah. obviously you don't know what represents what, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I think it's interesting. It's one of those things that um, it's just kind of a cool evolution of, uh, of the game. And it's nice that baseball, which is such a, uh, it's such an old head sport. Um, it's nice that when they adopt sort of uh, actual modern things. Yeah, because exactly. it's rare. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of adopting new things, <laughs> the MLB umps finally get to uh, make little crowd announcements. Have you gotten to see any of those? Yeah, they did one at the opening day at the Giants game. I was That's at. nice. There's definitely some learning curves. Like the Giants did not have the audio loud enough. So when he made the call, it was like incredibly hard to hear. Yeah. <laughs> but like on t- the moments I've seen it on TV, it was like loud and clear. And yeah, it's like a hype moment. Like the crowd gets all pumped. It's. I love it. Yeah, the MLB umps finally getting a taste of the the sort of theater that uh, like NHL and NFL refs get. You know, getting to announce calls like that. Um, a couple of the umps in the uh, in the Toronto series, they they've definitely uh, they're quick learners. They know how to you know give little dramatic pauses and everything. Um, I think I think it's great. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's I would say I like that more than the sign calling. Even like it's just. It was a needed thing because, like, sometimes it's just like an out or a safe, and just yeah, like, well, yeah it's like, yeah, but why? <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely a cool evolution, yeah, for sure. Um, I know you have a couple of notes about uh, some stuff that's happened uh, in the Giants series. You want to talk about some of it? I know we were Noah, I think, had it has uh, some potential segments that we can uh, sort of follow some surprising who was good at hitting, good at pitching, um, yeah, stuff like so- that. One was a Jazz Chisholm, second baseman for the Marlins. We've been big Chaz fans here. Yeah, absolutely. I said Chaz. Chaz. <laughs> I definitely meant, like I said, I'm slow today. It's a struggle bus. Uh, <laughs> we've been big Jazz Chisholm fans, and he had a good start. He played opening day, and then he played today, which is Sunday when we're recording. And, I mean, he had good days. Uh, Friday, opening day, he had a huge home run to bring them back into it. And then today, I don't know if you saw the diving catch he made, but it was insane. Hmm. Austin Slater hit an absolute bullet and just two steps and literally parallel to the ground dive, just like snow cone to the ball. It was one of the more athletic things I've seen on a baseball field, probably the most athletic catch Mm -hmm. I've seen. It was insane. But my big question is when the Giants pitched Rodon on – saturday they benched jazz chisholm and then like even when he did play on the other days he's like batting ninth which i just to me is really weird i mean 
he's a young hitter. You don't want to, I guess they don't want to put too much pressure on him putting up, up in the lineup, but yeah, he really should be an everyday player. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I definitely feel like he should be an everyday player. Um, not even just because like, oh, he's good, but like, I, I just, I feel like when you have young talent like that, you just want to get him as many games as you can especially in the situation the Marlins are like, they're not a bad team, but they're definitely not like favorites to make the playoffs by. No, for sure. Yeah. This is not a team that, yeah, people are like, ah, division winners. (laughs) And I mean, the takeaway from the giants playing them this weekend, I think they're going to be a very annoying team for some of these good NL teams to play. Yeah. Like they're not just going to take the loss. They're going to play hard. They're going to get the hits. They can pitch. Yeah. And I mean, the games the Giants won, they won on a walk off and they won by one today. Also, like, do you do you remember who did they play Wendell in place of him at second? So it kind of mixed it up each day. So it wasn't a lefty. They put a righty there. I forget who he was. Interesting. But okay. Like Joey Wendell played all over the place. I think. Yeah, because that's what I was ball. gonna say. I know Joey Wendell's kind of their main backup there. He's also a lefty. So I was like, if you take Chisholm out just to put in Wendell, that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah, let me pull up the game log to check exactly who they put there. But I know Wendell was playing shortstop today. He played like third the first game. Interesting. Yeah, he was playing all over the place for them. Hmm. And I think that's just kind of what they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it, if, if they feel that that is uh, that that's the, the strategy, then yeah, maybe that's just the way they play it. Yeah. So yesterday they had, that didn't update. What, why didn't that update? <laughs> um, it's still not updating. I changed the date and it didn't. It's not, oh, there it is. I found it. Smart. So they had John birdie playing second base yesterday. Oh, yeah. So interesting. Okay. Interesting move. And actually, Wendell didn't play yesterday. So Wendell only played the initial day and or the opening day and yesterday. Today, man, I'm all over Mm -hmm. this. Uh, Yeah, that's interesting. I need to talk about Carlos Rodon more. Five innings pitched, twelve strikeouts. Jeez, like that's kind of wild if you think about it. That's a heck of a good start. Yeah. That's uh, it's so solid. I'm I'm so happy for the Giants for that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean the Giants are an incredibly smart organization. Like we've seen countless pitchers just show up and I mean Gosman, it changed Gosman's career and he's gone off to the Blue Jays where he's I mean he was looking good yesterday, wasn't he? Yeah, uh Gosman pitched well. And then because actually I saw the most swing so they had like a leaderboard of swings and miss, like pitches thrown, swing and miss stuff. Yeah. So Radon led the entire weekend with like 25 pitches that were swinging misses, which is kind of insane because he only threw a lot. So he only threw 89 pitches and 25 were swinging miss. And he only had 61 strikes thrown. So (laughs) just think about that. That's absolutely insane. And I think Gosman was number two with 17. So yeah, Gosman looked pretty good. He got slapped around a little bit. Um, like in the middle of his start, Texas kind of put together a, a few runs in the third. Um, but other than that, Gosman looked pretty solid, um, which is good because Barrios looked bad. Yeah, Barrios did not have a great day. I saw that stat. He, oh. he left with a third of an inning. Yeah. Yeah, and so, Ryu, I mean, Ryu didn't look great today either. So I'm hoping that uh, Alec Manoa comes in tomorrow and, and puts up a good performance. So – 
my question to you, because Ryu left the game early today too. He got hit with a ball, right? Three innings and a third. Yeah. Yeah. So how worried? Like, how are you going to overreact to this? Not very. Not Not that worried. Um, Gossman obviously looked good. Ryu, and I think I've sort of talked about this before. Ryu is obviously not a very overpowering pitcher. He's a lot more pitch to contact. When you're pitch to contact, things like that happen. Um, It's it's just the way that it's going to be. And the Barrios start, I think, is just, I think it's just one of those, like, short spring training opening day kind of starts it it's bad but i really don't think that it's going to be indicative of his season at all okay that's good um i'm more concerned with some of the bullpen people but yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i feel that camilo duvall got hit around a little bit for the giants yeah and that's he's like the young ace but it's early in the year like you got to give it time yeah oh for sure um you know and, and obviously like I, I don't think anybody I, I say that I'm worried about some of the bullpen arms for the Jays. I'm, I'm not th- crazy worried, but it's just that there are still a couple that will find their way into games and potentially give up more than you'd like to see. Yeah. And then just, I just want to get the rest of my giants talk out of me and then we could talk about the rest of the league. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brandon belt. I don't know if you saw his entrance on opening day. Ah, yes. The captain. This was probably one of the best things I've ever seen at a sporting event. I'm not going to lie. It was amazing. Brandon Bell, the captain, had the C on his chest for opening announcements. And then when he came on the field to throw the first pitch, he came on the field on a boat, just big chilling, sitting there, waving to everyone. It was dope. And then he hit a home run in the game. Like, if you're going to enter on a boat and do something that big, you got to hit a home run, right? Absolutely. And he followed through. So that's great. Joey Bart, rookie catcher for the Giants. He looked good. He had a Big home run, crushed it. Also, he has two walks and two strikeouts. That's what I love to see. That's going to be key for Joey Bart. If he can keep those walks and strikeouts near, yeah, that's going to be great. And then the other Giants big prospect got called up today. Uh, Heliot Ramos got the mm-hmm. start against the lefty. Uh, he went two for two in his first two at-bats. Both hit over 100 miles per hour. So Jeez. I love to see that. The Giants are – the young kids are coming. Yeah. Oh man, you want to speak about young kids who are who are coming right now? Um, the twins, they called up. Have you seen uh, uh, John Duran's outing? No, I have not. Oh my goodness! Uh, absolutely disgusting pitches. Um, Duran's a rookie, did pretty well in the minor leagues, stuff like that. Um, but he came in and threw a couple of innings. It's so far his only appearance, he, but he threw a couple innings, got four strikeouts, walked one guy. Uh, but when he finished the inning, uh, 10 straight strikes, he threw a he hit a hundred, a couple of times. Oh yeah. And he throws a 96 mile an hour splitter. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> it's absolute filth. Now that you're mentioning this, I think I did see that splitter. Yeah, it's. Like on pitching injuries, it is super, super gross. Dude, while um, we're talking about the kids, we got a shout out Hunter Green too. Yeah, Sorry. Hunter Green came in. Yeah, his got his first uh, big league strikeouts today. He yeah, looks he really hit, good too. He got hit around a bit, but he had seven strikeouts. He was pumping a hundred consistently. Yeah, yeah. It's and- not often that you're you you get <laughs> you get your first major league strikeout on a hundred plus gas. Yeah. Dude, this- <laughs> 
was that the strikeout to Olsen? Yeah, I think so. Where it was just like 101 up on his hands, and it was just like, oh my, that was nasty. <laughs> yeah. But so, um, next time he threw that 101 to Olsen, Olsen took it deep. So, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the bigs. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just briefly going back to, to Duran. Um, yeah, throws a 96 mile an hour splitter that gets to 20 inches of vertical break. <laughs> And throws a hundred flat, hundred mile an hour fastball with sixteen inches of run. That actually sounds disgusting. That is maybe one of the most gross one-two punches in baseball. And this dude's a rookie. Yeah, no, that is wild. He is going to be so fun to watch. Oh, should we talk about other pitching highlights? Yeah, absolutely. Sean Manaya, we have to start there, right? Yeah, I was. Why did they pull him? Uh, pitch count, no spring training. Like, uh, I mean, I guess I just we're, we're in April. Like, they're you're more worried about him lasting the year than him finishing his no hitter, honestly. At the yeah, point. but it would have been fun. Could you imagine if we got a no hitter this early on in the season? It would have been great. I also, I'm on his like MLB page and it says his nickname's the Maniolator. <laughs> Never heard him called that ever. What? I <laughs> love the names on these sites because they're just <laughs> totally ridiculous. But the Manaya or the Manaya later—that's just so funny. That's oh, such man. a. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, he had seven strikeouts, one walk. I mean, just a one walk away from having a perfect game. Uh, he was dealing and. It sucks that you didn't get a chance to finish it, but I also completely understand why. Like, it's April. You, you, yeah, you need him for the entire season, not just first week of games in April. Yeah, no, I, and I get that. It's just like that's that's, and I mean, I said it before that you know, baseball's an old head game. That's the old head in me being like, ah, let him pitch. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's he's throwing real well. Let him finish. And then let's see who else do we got to shout out. Kyle oh. Gibson. Yeah. He went seven innings pitch, 10 strikeouts, two hits. It's a great game for Kyle Gibson. Let's see who else went. There's three, there's only four guys that went seven innings. So we got to shout them all out. Yeah. Dominaya, Kyle Gibson, Herman, Marquez. 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 Yeah. Seven innings pitch, three hits, one run, five strikeouts. That's a good scoreline. That's a phenomenal scoreline when you're in Colorado and against against the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. So (laughs) big round of the pause to him. And then the other guy that went seven innings is your boy. Yeah, reigning Cy Young, baby, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray out in Seattle. He had four walks, so a little bit of control issues, I guess, but five strikeouts, three hits, one run. That's yeah, only game. only gave up a solo shot. Uh, outside of that, he was pretty dang solid. Yeah, and we love to see that. Yeah, love some Robbie Ray. Although the best pitching performance of the last week was uh, in the uh, Japanese League. Did you watch the end of I know there was some highlights that some people posted of it, but uh, – Roki Sasaki, perfect game. 19 strikeouts. Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. That's just a, saw a couple of stupid number. Yeah. 19 strikeouts on 105 pitches. Oh, yeah. By the way, he's 20 years old. Dude, you want to know something that I read that made it even crazier? What? His catcher was 18. <laughs> like, that's the average wild. age of that battery was 19 years old. Like I even I, better is that the combined age of that battery is younger than Nelson Cruz. 
Oh yeah, that is absolutely hilarious. But I mean, dude, if this guy keeps it up at 20, like it may not be long before we see him in the MLB. There's I yeah, I mean, I could absolutely see it happening. Um yeah. he's got some really good stuff. Um, and I mean, obviously, I mean the dude throws a he threw a perfect game. Like yeah, he was pumping a hundred two nasty breaking balls. Yeah. And awesome to watch. That's talent. You don't get to see that often. No, you don't. And I would love to see. I, it's it's interesting because on the one hand, I would love to see that uh, come over into the into the MLB, but on the other hand, I do actually kind of like it if talent like that stays in Japan because it's kind of cool or like yeah. stays in their home in their home leagues or stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I totally understand it from that perspective. It, it just like I feel like most a lot of players like you want to compete at the highest level. Yeah. Oh, totally. And like, and the highest level is major league baseball. Yeah. He wants to know, like I'm pumping 19 strikeouts, pumping a hundred, dropping perfect games at 20 on these Japanese leagues. Like give me the best hitters. What are they going to do? They can't do anything. Like, yeah. Yeah. Give me Mike Trout. Let's see what happens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yeah, no, that's an incredible performance. Crazy young, just absolutely insane. Yeah. So good. So, so good. Um, man, speaking of good, uh, Byron Buxton, <laughs> healthy, very good when he's healthy and healthy Byron Buxton is like MVP candidate every year. Uh, yeah. I mean, his, his last three at bats were all homers <laughs> and he was actually kind of struggling before those last three at bats. Yeah, I know it's actually, actually kind of funny. Hits. Those are his three hits, his last yeah. three at bats. <laughs> But I mean, he'll get that together. Like it's oh, totally. Crawford has one hit through three games. Like you can't overreact to that too much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you want to talk about overreacting? You know, the the guy with the most home runs on the Jays is Danny Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely gonna happen. Staying like that. Um. Uh, yeah, but but Vladdy may have hit a home run today that d- doubles Danny of Danny Jansen's home run uh, distances. I don't know if you saw the tweet from the fan that ball was hit to. No, I didn't. Yeah, so he was the fan tweeted a picture of his hand and it had an ice pack in it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> and he said, he said, update when uh, you go see a game in Toronto and Vlad Jr. hits a home run at you, uh, you leave with a bruised hand and ice pack, and the guy sitting next to you gets the ball. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was 117 mile an hour off the bat, and he took it off his palm. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's rough. 467 feet was what they uh, said it was. That's, that's, that's stupid. Just a dead center. I mean, he absolutely crushed it. Um, yeah. Also, the other one that was absolutely good. Did you see Shohei's double today? Yeah. Hundred and hundred and nineteen off the bat. That yeah, it was a ground rule double, and it got out in like a snap of a finger. It was a bull. Oh yeah. I mean, that thing was. It just on a line i don't think it ever even like it it couldn't have made it like more than 15 feet off the ground <laughs> it was just a screamer oh but i mean i can't believe we haven't got well i guess we kind of mentioned him but the best hitter in baseball steven kwan <laughs> oh uh, yeah obviously mvp obviously. right uh, he's my mvp right now <laughs> he's been to the, he has 13 plate appearances three walks eight hits two doubles his OPS is a 1.8. Yeah. <laughs> 1.8 with an 800 average. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> pretty <laughs> wild. 
he's 24 years old and i mean good for him what a breakout week like yeah i hope he keeps doing it yeah i mean matt olson too with the braves he eight for 14 one home run yeah that's a good start mark yeah Canna with the mets seven for ten yeah canna's canna's started off good legends arenado has started off good now that he's escaped prison um Jerickson <laughs> Profar had he hit a grand slam today. Um yeah, yeah so Beth Beer walk off grand slam. Oh, yeah. actually, sorry, walk off three run home. Three run. Almost a grand slam. Basically the same thing. Close enough, right? Yeah. There's been a there's been some some good stuff already. Uh Seiya Suzuki hit his first oh. home run. Uh so today. Yeah. He also um, had the like walk off stack fly too, didn't he? Or yep. was it not a walk off? Uh, not a walk off, but maybe go ahead or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, Saya, there was that's another one we talk about young talent, and especially you know coming over from uh, Japan, um, finding success early. Yeah, love he to looks, see it. He looks legit. He did not he look overwhelmed at all. Absolutely looks legit. And, and I know that was like like a lot of people's questions too. It's like yeah. you know. And, and I mean, and that's anytime somebody with that much hype comes into the league. And um, we've seen a lot of the Japanese hitters, like a good amount of them fell in Major League Baseball. Like, yeah, I mean, have, yeah. The list of successful ones is not a very long list compared to the ones that have not been successful. <laughs> yeah. So there was reason for the doubt, but Suzuki definitely had a higher profile than a lot of those other guys coming over like MVP out there and yeah I wanted absolutely. the Giants to get him and I'm kind of sad they didn't yeah I mean the the Seiya Suzuki sweepstakes was uh there's a lot of teams that were in the running I was surprised he went to the Cubs but good for them yeah the Cubs are weird like we I think we mentioned like we didn't know if they were building up building down <laughs> yeah I mean it looked like they were building it looked like they were like ready for a rebuild and then uh that rebuild which normally would have taken a few years. They were like, ah, no, I, one year. Yeah, they <laughs> were back. Up, they got Stroman, they got uh, Suzuki, some other guys too. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, they're very quickly put together a pretty good roster. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. So uh, should we overreact to some standings? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Why not? Why, why wouldn't you when there's only been like one series played? So the, the Rays are going 162 and 0. Yep. <sighs> They haven't lost yet. The yep, Rays are, are undefeated. There is one game left on this Sunday. It is the Yankees Boston game, which honestly is kind of important. If you're who Boston's currently up in the top of the eighth. So I hope huge. I hope Boston wins that. Yeah, you do not want to start the year 0-3. That is not ideal. No, you don't. That's where Especially Baltimore is. Yeah. And we all know what we think of Baltimore. Yeah, you don't want to be copying Baltimore. That's that's a bad place to be. You know, I love how it says, like, I'm guessing, did you do the teams on the up or was that Noah? Uh, I think I did the teams on the up. Or I did I did both the teams on the up and teams on the down. So you got to love teams on the up, Kansas City, and then they lost 17 to 3 today. Yeah, they got destroyed today. Um, but they looked not bad the other two games. <laughs> no, they looked legit. I mean, Bobby, did you see the play Bobby Witt Jr. made at third yesterday? Yeah, Bobby Wood Jr. looking legit too. Dude, not only offensively, defensively, he just looks insane. Yeah. But um and Zach Granke in a Royals jersey is so right. I was watching yeah, the game. That feels good. That feels just correct. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, but I mean the Royals, they they won a couple of really close games. I mean a three to one and a one to zero. 
Um, and then, you know, today, 17 to three, they got absolutely destroyed. Um, but I, you know, I, I put them on the up because I mean, I made no bones about it. I had, I mean, no faith in them. <laughs> yeah. You put them, did you put them last? Uh, I, I mean, probably. I'm thinking, did I put them last? I, I can, might've. I can pull it up. I think I probably put the guardians last if I had to guess. Oh uh, yeah. I put them last. I put, yeah. I put the Royals last. Detroit, I'm excited for man. Torkelson, Javi Baez had the walk off. I mean, they ended up going one and two this weekend, so that's whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, we are overreacting, but um, um, you know, I mean, Dodgers have a 33% win percentage. That's definitely going to stay. Yep, fourth place in the NL West, and that's where they're going to stay. Yeah, I believe. (laughs) I mean, Noah's Colorado take isn't that off so far. I mean. He no. said they're going to be a very annoying team, and they beat the Dodgers in the series. Yeah, they beat the Dodgers 2-1 in the series. Um, wild. Although they get to go against Texas next. Uh, and and Texas has been – man, the Blue Jays-Rangers series has been fun. Yeah, I was just about to ask about it Texas. Is, it has been an experience. I mean, those two teams scored the most points out of any teams this week. I think that – Ryan, did you just call them points? Oh, my bad. Runs, points, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah i mean the pod well the padres played four games so they don't even count yeah they don't count but But, uh, the astros played four games too so it's literally just the toronto and uh texas leads on a per game basis for runs scored yeah i mean the first game opening uh opening uh day for for the jays they start off obviously barrios got got blown up early and then it just looked real bad they were down seven to nothing at one point (laughs) <laughs> and then just stormed back. Um, yeah, I mean, talk about a game that looked really, really bad. And then they stormed back and win it 10 to 8. Game two was a little bit less interesting at 4 to 3. But then today the Rangers won 12 to 6. I mean, it's just been an absolute slugfest. Um, I think in the seventh inning of today's game, we were averaging a home run an inning. <laughs> I saw something that was like at one point the Blue Jays through like 19 innings had seven home runs, which is just a ridiculous pace. So dumb. Like it, but if you look at that lineup, I mean Matt Chapman got his first home run as a Blue Jay. Yep. Just all up and down the lineup, they just have a bunch of guys that can do damage. Like you said, Danny Jansen's their leading home run hitter this year. Yep. And uh, yep, he'll hit 50 this year, obviously. Um Look, hey, like... Noah was talking smack about Danny Jansen being an offensive weapon, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Little did he know. Little did he know he's actually the best player on the team. <laughs> that is hilarious. You yeah, I mean, yeah, also just not true. But, yeah, I mean, the Jays, the Jays have been interesting. Obviously, just, as, just an insane amount of damage potential on that lineup. It's so ridiculous what they can get done. Yeah, I mean, dude, the Blue Jays are going to be – that whole division is going to be legit. Like, It's – it is the best division in baseball. Yeah. I mean, last year I would have argued against it, but this year I will not have any arguing. The first half of last year I would have argued against it, I should say. And then the Padres fell off. <laughs> yeah, they are the Padres. But Yeah, um, speaking of the Padres, let's overreact about them. They're 3-1. and one. Now, granted, pitch. against the D-backs, who are bad, Okay, the D-backs record in the NL West last year, they won like four games all year. So <laughs> I don't take anything 
serious that involves the D-backs. The D-backs are just very bad outside of like two or three players. <laughs> so, oh man, it's got to be rough to be an Arizona fan. Yeah, no, if you're an Arizona fan, you are currently not watching baseball. You're... I guess it could be worse. You could be an A's fan. No, you could be an Orioles fan. That is the worst. Or an <laughs> Orioles fan. That's true. No, I mean, uh, I mean but Baltimore at least pretends like they want to win, dude, right? The, the A's, A's don't. <laughs> the A's scored 11 runs this weekend. Baltimore scored four. Yeah. Over three games, Baltimore scored four. <laughs> Barely ever a run a game. A little over a run. Like, <laughs> dude, being a Baltimore it's fan so is bad. rough. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Like, yes, the A's are tra- actively trying not to win, and we can all see that, but they are still superior to the Orioles, <laughs> who are trying. That's the worst part. Yeah. Actually, I won't even t- say the Orioles are trying. They just, they're not. Well, I mean, how are you supposed to compete in that division, though? Not by giving up. That's boring. Mm, it is boring, but, I mean, don't tell me you wouldn't do the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> People were saying that about the Giants last year. They were like, oh, it's Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, but that's just because the Giants were on paper old and had it, you know, and, and supposedly in decline. The difference is that the Giants uh, have 80. The, yeah, well the, well, the difference is that the Giants have, you know, with Actual that. Talent. Yeah, they have talent and some experience <laughs> behind a lot of that stuff and like a good just general staff and history. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Orioles don't have those things i mean they have a history they do have, Ripken. yeah yeah, yeah i mean I the oakland days have a good history too though so history doesn't take you very far i i mean history in like like recent, recent. history <laughs> no, <I feel laughs> in that. which baltimore has none <laughs> yeah the only thing the a's have going for them is like in two years they'll probably have a pretty solid team yeah maybe that's Who just knows? how it goes in oakland <sighs> yeah I, I kind of wish Noah was here to talk about the uh, the Red Sox though, because I wonder if he's if he's worried about them. Here, let's look up their box score. Let's see if we can overreact to anything. Oh, I mean, we can overreact. I love overreacting. Nothing. Better. We can definitely overreact. That is a hundred percent possible. Box score. Um, their first game, they lost in extra innings. Kike Hernandez um, doesn't have a hit yet. Wow. Yep. Officially washed. Might as well cut him. Yeah. Christian Arroyo. He's also, I love Christian Arroyo. He's San Francisco giant. Yeah. Near and dear to my heart, but I guess you got to cut him. Doesn't have a hit. Yep. Actually, I don't know if this is just for this game or in total. Let's see. Uh, yep. Uh, Pavetta wasn't able to go six innings and he walked three people, obviously a terrible pitcher. Um, just Hawk get him out of here. Their big young guy only went 3.1 innings, six hits, three earned runs. That's not ideal. Nope. Can't be I doing that. We, we need to mention, though, is like a lot of these pitchers are on a strict pitch count this weekend. Like you see almost nobody going over 80 pitches. Yeah. And that's for every team. And that's probably mainly to do with the short spring training. Yeah. No, that's true. Hey, you know what? Bright side for the Red Sox, though, they absolutely pummeled Garrett Cole uh, <laughs> to start that, that game. Weird. Did you see the what Garrett Cole said? Yes. Which, like, bro, you're a professional pitcher. You gotta. So what Garrett Cole said is like the pregame ceremonies took too long, and the game started like three minutes after it was supposed to, or something. Yeah, like it that. started slightly late. Also worth mentioning too. The 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 game got delayed a day anyway. Yeah. 
So, like but, that would be the thing to complain about more. But anyway, the game gets delayed like three minutes and he's like, man, that just really threw me off. And it's like, what? I think that if that throws you off that bad, uh, you just aren't that good. Dude, you're in your head way too much if that's throwing you off. Like, yeah, that's... You're a professional baseball player. You've played baseball for years, probably since you were like eight. Right? Like, yeah. You should be able to get it together. By three minutes. Yeah, you, you should be able to uh, to get it together. It, yeah, I, it cannot be that bad. I do not get that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, it was fun watching him get hit around. though. Yeah, I mean, I still think he'll get it together oh i mean for sure he's he's a good yeah. pitcher you know as much as i like to is to meme him to death he is still he's a good pitcher. Yeah. he's like one of the most fun guys to make fun of but it just oh is what it is. for sure but uh i don't know what else happened this weekend anything else you want to talk about yeah i do kind of want to talk about the brewers oh who finally got a win today against the cubs um but starting off the season the Brewers are one and two against yeah. the Cubs. I mean, let's overreact. They're trash and they're washed. Yep. They're terrible. Uh, Corbin Burns only went five innings and gave up three runs. He's How bad. Many people have we called washed today. God, just the whole league. Everybody's bad. Everybody's washed. Anyway, Woodruff didn't even make it four innings. So he's pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, his, and that's another thing. Like his control looked kind of wonky. Like it was. Yeah, not- it did. Yeah. But I mean, like I think we've said a million times, that short spring training, like it's just it's gonna happen. It does, it does have an effect. Yeah. Um, also interesting, I didn't and I didn't realize this until um this week, but uh the Cubs have Strowman third as a player. Oh no, <laughs> but the Cubs have Strowman as third in their rotation. Yeah, no, I noticed that too. Like, cause they named Kyle Hendricks the opening day, which I mean which makes a- that's fine. It's kind of like why Barrios is it over Gosman. Like Gosman probably should have been opening day for the Blue Jays, but Barrios is your guy. Yep. No, and absolutely. It's the same with the Cubs. Kyle Hendricks, their guy. I do think it's interesting they have Stroman third, but I I don't think Stroman's a guy who cares. About no, stuff. absolutely like he just not. Can go out and compete. So there may be some reason why they did it. I mean, it's not not a worst idea to have like your second best guy go in the third game, like kind of try wrapping up the series. With no, the it's, it's super not bad. Like it's, yeah. it's definitely not uh, like a, a strategy that I'm like thinking that that's wrong. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, but it's, it's just interesting. interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. just interesting. But let's overreact. He's obviously the third best pitcher in Chicago and they, they don't believe in him. He's washed. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, did you see the double play he made today? Uh, I did not, but I'm not surprised that he's done one already. That just comebacker. sounds like Strowman. He had a comebacker hit at him, and he just snagged it, and the runner was so far off the bat. <laughs> just yep. That I mean, that sounds like Strowman. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he's a Gold Glove pitcher for a reason. Like I feel dude. like he. I feel like he enjoys fielding more than pitching. <laughs> I don't know. That's saying a lot, but he definitely does enjoy fielding way more than most pitchers. Yeah. Like uh, Logan Webb, Jazz Chisholm hit like a really soft rollover against Logan Webb, and it was kind of like in no man's zone between Brandon Belt and Webb. <laughs> and Webb's like hauling for it, and his cleat gets stuck, stuck in the grass. He rolls the balls on the ground. Jazz Chisholm's safe, and just like, oh, that looked bad. <laughs> like, man, 
you look so unathletic right now. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even like the fact he got safe. It just was such a bad look to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was rough. And then dude, I, Darren Ruff, speaking of rough, also had a double play today on a ball. So like Darren Ruff's, you know how runners on first, first baseman plays in front of the baseline? Yeah. So Darren Ruff had a shot hit at him. I forget who hit it. But it's, like, hit at his face. So he's, like, flinching as he catches it. But my favorite part of it is the runner was right behind him, and the runner got doubled up because he was also flinching at the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Also just scared that it's been hit that hard at him. (laughs) Yeah, it it was just a hilarious-looking play, just seeing two guys flinch at the same time. (laughs) Oh, man. I think that just about wraps it up for week one. You got anything else? Uh, not really. Honestly, uh, you know, we're not that deep into uh, the season. Obviously, the season started on Thursday. We're not. It's not like there's a full week of games uh, to have happened. Half a week of games. Nobody played more than 40 games. Yep. We overreacted a ton, called some people washed. I mean, Stephen Kwan's the GOAT, obviously. Yep. Kwan's clearly the greatest player, um, potentially of all time. I, I might have to monitor how Kwan does throughout the entire year. Like, I think I might. I can't wait for him to be uh, just terrible this next week. <laughs> I mean, he's on the Guardians. So just now that we've, I know it's just, it's possible. It's totally possible. Um, let's see. How else can I overreact? Uh, Toronto is currently two and one, but with a negative run differential, they are the new fun team. Um, I mean, what about the Royals? They're two and one and they're negative 11. <laughs> That's like, true. Come on. <laughs> I also I just want Toronto to do that because I want them to be America's team despite being the only team not in America. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, interesting. I also love Cleveland. They're the new Miami. Uh, <laughs> plus eleven run differential, losing yep, record, but losing. Yep. Wait, was that Miami last year? Or did I say the wrong team? Um, I mean Miami was kind of like that. That's just sort of been a thing that they've done. Um. <laughs> Oh, I, I maybe briefly because the Phillies have looked pretty good, but also asterisk they've been playing the A's. So does it mean anything? I don't know. We don't know. It's way too early. Yep. It could mean that Philly's good. It could also just mean that the A's are as bad as we think they are. Hey, Bryce Harper has a zero 91 batting average washed. Yep. Clearly washed. Um, never going to win an MVP again. Um, Real Muto's barely batting over 100. Washed. Yep. Terrible. Just a just an awful just player. It sometimes, man. Yeah, and you know it's just unfortunate. It's just how it, it is, really though. Is. Um, yep. Let's see what else has happened. Uh, Nelson Cruz has already hit a home run, um, which means he's going to play till he's 50. Um, yeah. Not washed. Off another year. Yep. <laughs> Confirmed. Not washed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I think that's gonna just about do it. It's probably the shortest podcast you'll see, but there wasn't much baseball. We covered what happened. It, there wasn't much baseball. We covered what happened. Also, Noah's not here. What else are we gonna do? Yeah, other it's than call a people mess. Washed. Yeah, other than call people washed. Brian, yeah, Brian is washed. Was I'm definitely not. washed yesterday. I'm definitely. We'll see. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it happens. Age no, it catches up to you fast. Yeah. Life, oh. life comes at you fast, don't it? <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. And with that oh, note, man. we will see you guys next week.
Indeed. Goodbye. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know,